You are tuned in to For the Love of Millennials podcast. For the Love of Millennials is a platform created to inspire, empower, and uplift melanin-enriched millennials to be the best of themselves. Each topic is carefully chosen with the intention to provide value to listeners in effort to fulfill the podcast purpose. Keep listening for more of today's episode. Welcome listeners, you have tuned in to the debut episode of For the Love of Millennials podcast. For the Love of Millennials podcast is a platform created to inspire, empower, and uplift the melanin-enriched millennial to be the best of themselves. So here's a breakdown. For the Love of Millennials podcast supports and encourages the well-rounded development of the melanin-enriched millennials in addition to inspiring and, and empowering us to live our best lives, whether that's as professionals known as entrepreneurs. So that means if you your goal is to be a CIO, a CFO, a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, this podcast is for you. Whether that means you're interested in being an entrepreneur, a full-time entrepreneur with multiple businesses and multiple brands, this podcast is for you. And this venture is here to connect us all, to let us know that we are one. So who are millennials? This is a huge debate because you have a lot of people who are like, I'm not a millennial. And then you have some people who want to be millennials and then they're actually not millennials. So although there isn't a clear timeline for the rise and end of the birth of millennials, most sources identify us as people born in the early 1980s to the mid 1990s. So that's approximately age 23 to 36. Yes, 23 to 36. So if you're born after 1995, uh, you're in the Tide Pod generation, okay? You're you're not a millennial, but that's okay because you're still on the cusp and there's a lot of information that will be in these podcasts that can help everyone. And if you're 36 and you're like, I'm not a millennial, you are boo. You are, you're not, you're not a seventies baby. You're not a generation Xer. Just let it go. You are the beginning of the millennial generation. So why is this podcast um, geared towards the melanin enriched millennials? Well, we are the generation of change. We aren't afraid of conflict. We're not afraid of challenge. We're not afraid of change. And as millennials of color, we're exposed to the multifaceted perspectives of all people, including our own. We challenge ideas as it pertains to mental health, image, sexuality, music, politics, and more. And we're more open and inquisitive while understanding that our past as a people is here to help us improve and and to become better. Basically, what I'm saying is that we are the foundation of diversity within this country. So I know you're thinking, okay, what really sets this podcast aside from all the other podcasts that are out here, all the other millennial hosts and everything like that? Well, 
our podcast and I emphasize our because it's not mine. It's ours as the melanin enriched community. So if there's something you want to talk about, let's talk about it. If there's something you want to discuss, let's discuss it because we're here to teach each other. Reach one, teach one. And that's what we have to live by. So, well, we don't have a limited scope as to whether we talk about music or politics strictly or fashion or beauty or even like simply gender related topics. I mean, like really the hot topics right now are Kanye West, Cardi B, Beyonce, Coachella. Uh, we're even moving into Afropunk. There's so many different socialized topics that a lot of podcasts are discussing right now. And although for the love of millennial may discuss some of these hot topics, it's not our primary focus. Our primary focus is to provide value to the listeners that will help us to thrive with the in intention to fill the podcast purpose, which is really to inspire and empower us and uplift us to be the best of ourselves. That means living our best life, like just living our best life. It's important to know that this show will have melanin enriched millennial experts featured as guest hosts. So as it relates to specific topics, for example, we'll have uh, an episode on mental health. We're going to have a millennial, a melanin enriched millennial therapist featured on as a guest host so that she can share the expertise in her field that will help us all as millennials. And it's imperative that we have someone who looks like us and who's reflective of who we are so that we can understand the topic at hand and how we can relate it and apply it to our individual lives. So let's get into it. Who is this girl talking to you? Well, my name is Amber and I'm also go by a rich book and it's a play off my name, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm an empowerment coach and speaker. And I believe that empowerment is the authoritative decision to become stronger and more confident in claiming and controlling one's life. A little bit about me. I graduated from the number one HBCU, North Carolina Central University. And I have two bachelors, one in accounting and one in management. I'm also the proud mother of three beautiful little girls, Emery, Ava, and Jace. And of course, I'm a millennial, but I'm not going to tell you what year, though, because, you know, you know how y'all are. I can just say I rocks with the 90s music and I like to dance to the 90s music. And you can't really keep me up to date with uh, the music that plays now. Let's just say my daughter teaches me things and I'm like, what? Like they really made that a song like that's really a song. So for our debut episode, it's just going to be me and you. And what I want to start with to launch this podcast for all of us listening is breaking the cycle of fear. That's what I want us to discuss. Because the funniest thing is how many of us are up one day and down the next. I'm like, I'm going to crush this. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to go get that master's. I'm going to start this business. I'm going to meet with my boss. I'm going to get a promotion. I'm going to go after this. I'm going to get my credit together. 
I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then sometimes one little thing can knock us down. And then we're back on that cycle of disappointment. We're back on that cycle of uncertainty. We're back on that cycle of, I don't know if I can, or should I? And it's like one day we're so empowered to accomplish our goals. And then this month, and then the next month, we're wondering if we have too big of a goal, if we should you know, narrow it down or make our goal smaller. And the question is, no, the question is, no, the question, like what it comes down to is that we are in the same cycle over and over and over again. We look at people like we're such in a visual age of social media, a Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. I have them all. However, we get caught up in looking at what other people are doing, those relationship goals. What about this being single goals? Because you have to learn to be single in order to be successful in a relationship, period. Then we look at, oh, what about running that business? But we don't know what that person is doing. If they're up at night, at midnight, missing out their family or just missing out on, you know, tender love and care for themselves because their their mission is to build that multi-billion dollar company or to build those million dollar brands. So let's get into it. What is a cycle? A cycle is a series of events that are regularly repeated in the same order. It's kind of like insanity. You keep doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome. You know when you stay on Instagram for an hour, scrolling, 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 that you start to feel discouraged, that you start to feel down, that you begin to compare yourself to that man or compare yourself to that woman and wonder what life would be like if you actually put in the work. But we don't know what's behind the, the computer screen. We don't know what's behind the phone screen. And so that's where we get caught up in the cycle of doing the same thing that's not different from what we're normally used to. And so here we're going to learn to break that cycle. So breaking, what, what does that mean? That means that it's time to separate guys. I have people come up to me and they're like, well, I've been friends with them since third grade. Well, let me just share something with you. My best friend from third grade murdered my goddaughter and it's hard to say it like that but I have to explain it like that because you never know you never know anything sometimes it's time to separate and pull yourself apart and interrupt yourself from wherever you are from the toxic situations people places and things that means if you're in any type of relationship or friendship that's not adding value to your life, it's time to separate. It's not trying to hold on because you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or they're a good person or this, this and that. No, if it's not adding value to your life and it's not helping you to move forward, then it's time to let it go because it's quite selfish of you to hold on to something that's not beneficial and it's actually not selfish in a good way. It's selfish in a detrimental, self-destructive way. And it's also detrimental to that other person. So it's time to consider those factors. Also, when people think about family, sometimes you can't be close to family. Sometimes you have to give your break yourself a break from family. Sometimes you have to fire your family. And I know that sounds crazy, but you know, sometimes when people say blood is thicker than water, 
okay, literally, it may be, but in this lifetime, your brother can be your next door neighbor. He can be your best friend from freshman year of college, but you never know. You have to be open to that. You have to not limit yourself to, to what other people think about you, what people will say about you, because people are going to talk about you for the rest of your life. People are going to talk about you when you die. So who cares? Other people's opinions of you has nothing to do with you. What other people say about you has nothing to do with you. That is a reflection of their character. That is a reflection of them. So fear, let's get into it. You hear fear is the false evidence appearing real, false expectations appearing real, false emotions appearing real. Forget everything and run. That means you like, F it, I'm done. Like, I'm not doing this no more. Like, forget about it. Future events already ruined. That means you're thinking about it before it even happens. And you're like, she's probably doing this or he probably doing this. I'm not going to enjoy this date. I'm not going to enjoy this movie. Oh, this meeting is going to suck. Like we already have in our mind, like we, we play out the whole scenario and the scenario goes downhill for us. And that's what we expect. And fear, people think like fear is like, oh, I'm afraid. It's not just being afraid. It's also, it's also being worried. It's also being concerned. It also causes anxiety and, and, and stress. Also fear, another acronym is like false expectations about reality. So everything here is about false. Fear comes from the false perspective that we create. But the actual definition is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous and likely to cause pain or a threat. I don't know about you guys, but I have a low tolerance for pain. Yes, I did say earlier, I, I have three children, but I was that person that's like, yo, you can drug me up. I don't want to feel nothing. I don't even want to know I had a baby. I want to go to sleep and wake up and be like, oh, snap, I had a baby. Like, that's how much I don't like pain. Like, that's how much I can't take it. But that's also a part of fear because you look, I was looking at it like, oh, this is going to be the worst experience of my life. But it actually turned out to be the best experience of my life. Giving birth is not the hard part. Being a parent is the hard part. Just so you guys know, and everybody out there listening who has baby fever, cut it out. Because the hard work comes when they are out. After nine months in the womb and they're out, the hard work actually begins. And you actually have to be a parent and be responsible for another life other than yourself. It's no longer about you. You cannot do what you used to do and be a parent. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what anyone says. It's a completely different ball game. So I hope that cured anyone who was having baby fever. Don't do it. Not well, at least not until you're ready. Just so you know. So what's belief? Belief is an acceptance that a statement is true or that something exists. And sometimes, actually a lot of the time, we create our own fear and we believe in something that's not even real. You are more than capable 
of doing whatever it is that you want to do. You are more than you have all the skills within you to do what it is that you're trying to do. And that's the belief that you have to have. But the belief we often gravitate to is, am I enough? Do I have the skills to fulfill this project? Am I the person for it? For example, for me, I've had this idea for months, but I'm like, I don't want to, I don't know, or maybe I can't, no, cut it out because we will stop our own blessings. Like we will stop our own success. And you never know that you taking that leap of faith or going out on a limb and believing in yourself and trusting in yourself that it can help someone else. And that's another important definition of belief. It comes, it has to do with trust. It has to do with faith and confidence within yourself, someone or something. That means if you don't trust yourself, how can you expect other people to trust you? If you don't trust someone, are you going to say, hey, yeah, hold my wallet or hold this money for me? No, you're not going to do that. You faith is the same thing. You got to have faith in yourself that anything you put your mind to, you can do it. And I know that sounds super cliche, but you can do. I heard this quote one time and it was really funny. It was just like you can do anything in this world with a positive mindset better than you can do anything in this world with a negative mindset. So some people might be like, so I can fly a plane. Well, that doesn't say that you can fly a plane, but it does say that you'll be able to fly a plane better in a positive state of mind than you could if you flew it in a negative state of mind. You might crash, but you have the confidence in your ability to do the best that you can which alleviates stress and allows you to do the best that you can. So again, it's all about trusting in yourself and you have to do that. Like you have to do that for yourself. Cause if not, nobody is going to teach you to trust yourself. Like you can only teach yourself to trust yourself or to have faith or confidence in yourself. And once you establish that belief within yourself, we're, we're able to separate from those toxic people, places, things, and situations. Okay, so millennials, we've all seen, uh, what's the movie, Finding Nemo? I'm pretty sure we all seen Finding Nemo. And there's a scene in that movie where the sharks are in like an AA meeting because they don't want to eat fish anymore. And so they're like, fish are friends, not food. So failure, failure is our friend, not our enemy. And that's so funny because sometimes when we fail, when we mess up, we get so distraught and then we get back in that cycle of fear of like, oh, I told you so. And that's what we tell ourselves like, oh, I told you that you were going to mess up. Like, so just don't even try to do it again. But failure is so important. And some of us may have seen this next movie clip, but maybe we haven't. But it's from the movie Meet the Robinsons. I think this is after the millennial age, but that's okay. It's really a good movie. It's on Netflix, so you should check it out. But in that movie, the little boy fails at fixing an invention. And the whole family erupts 
with celebrate like celebratory words yelling screaming jumping like yay you failed that's awesome like oh my god you failed and he was just looking around like what is wrong with you people like I literally just failed like I literally just messed up didn't you just see what I did and that's how we look at people when they're like girl that was okay dude bro you got it it's good like just do it again we got to understand that without failure, how do we expect to learn? I'm, I'm serious. How do we expect to learn if we never fail? That means we never learn from our mistakes. And then that's why you are faced with a problem continuously over and over and over because you're not learning the lesson that you need to learn. So what is failure? Failure is just a lack of success. What is success? Success is a state of mind. So what is separating us from success and failure? It's our state of mind. So that means if you view your failure as something that moves you forward as a stepping stone, as growth that you can take and apply to another situation or the next situation, that's success. Because what's success to you is not what success to me is. Failure is the same for all of us. Because it's us not reaching whatever goal we may have set for ourselves. But success is personalized, individualized, and no one can tell you that you are not successful. So here's a quick affirmation that we all can use. Failure will never overtake me if my determination to succeed is strong enough. So that means if you are determined to succeed and to become better because that's the purpose of this podcast is for us to be empowered to know that we can live our best lives whatever that means for you and living your best life if that means being married by 30 um traveling to seven different countries within the next two years whatever that is for you that's what this podcast is here to do and that means Your determination has to be strong enough to get there. So embrace. I want us to talk about embracing what seems unnatural to embrace. And that's the same thing as failure, like accepting that we failed at something. So when we accept that, that means we're accepting it enthusiastically and willingly. We're not looking at it like, oh, maybe... Because it's not going to work because that's still a little piece of fear that's in there. And when we begin to unnat- to embrace what's unnatural to embrace, we begin to edify ourselves. We begin to empower ourselves. And this is the process of becoming stronger and more confident in controlling our, our life and complaining who we are as individuals. This is self-empowerment. That's what breaking the the cycle of fear is about. It's about claiming your self-empowerment. We got to understand ambition comes from within. It's intrinsic. It's a strong desire to do or to achieve something. And typically it requires determination and hard work. So that goes back to understanding that you have to do something different and you have to keep going and to keep being consistent and understanding that you can. 
I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what social media says. I don't care what the research says. You can. And until you start believing within yourself, that intrinsic ambition, it's going to be a little hard to grasp. And some days, I'm not saying like tomorrow you'll be 100%, but you'll be a little bit closer to your 100%. And then if you wear many hats like myself, some days you're not going to be 100% of everything. One day you may be, for example, for me, some days I'm not a 100% mom. I'm a 100% entrepreneur. Some days I'm not a 100% entrepreneur at work, but I'm a 100% mom. So it just varies. Just understand that. And no matter with everything that you do, your ambition comes from within. Nobody else can fuel you. You have to fuel yourself. And the last part of breaking the cycle of fear is to know that you can read anything. Yes, I did not say read. Even though you can read anything, I did not say R-E-A-D. I said re, R-E hyphen anything, okay? That means re is just a prefix for again and again and again. It's a repeat. And you can restructure, reorganize, and recommit to whatever it is that you want for your life. That's the beautiful thing that we have. We can, we can re whatever. So that means if you messed up here, remember we talked about failure, do it again, do it again and again and again and again. But as you're doing it again and again and again, you have to be learning the lessons that you're supposed to be learning that matters. So I'm going to end with these top 10 rules for success that you can take away with you. And that's one, you have to find fulfillment. What what fulfills you? What makes you happy? That's important, whether that means working in corporate America or working for yourself or doing both, whether that means being a philanthropist. Well, we should all be philanthropists. Well, whether that means being a philanthropist or working for a nonprofit. Also, you have to feed your mind with greatness. That means what I said before, you have to separate yourself from the toxic people, places, things, and situations and own your business, like own who you are. This is not just for entrepreneurs. This is for us as professionals. Own who you are in the workplace. Be confident in who you are as a melanin enriched millennial in today's workplace. Be obsessed with adding value to your life. That means if you realize you've been scrolling on Instagram for an hour, go and find an affirmation or read a passage of a book or look up something that's motivational or watch a five minute video on YouTube that can inspire you or empower you. Next, you have to focus. You have to put things in perspective as what is important to you as that millennial. What's important to you? Because we getting older, y'all. I'm just letting y'all know. Like, they don't, my daughter watched Rugrats the other day and was like, do you know what this is? And I'm like, oh my God, like, yo, she trying to play me. Then she's like, have you ever seen Hey Arnold? I'm like, yo, she for real trying to play me. So I'm just trying to let y'all know we getting old. 
<laughs> Next, you have to diversify. So remember I said the the most beautiful thing about us as millennial uh melanin enriched millennials is that we are the foundation. I believe that we are the foundation for diversity. We endure and we challenge so much, but we listen to what other people have to say and we break it down and we assess it. Also, you got to live your mission, okay? That means every day you are living, you wake up to say, I'm going to be better than I was yesterday because tomorrow I'm going to be better than I was today, period. Next is believing. Goes back to believing in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. And my one of my favorite things is nobody's going to love you like you love you. So that means you need nobody's going to believe in you like you believe in you because somebody can believe in you today. And then when you fail because they don't understand the beautiful thing behind failure, they don't believe in you tomorrow. Let go. This goes back to, again, letting go and separating from the toxic people, places and things. But when I say let go, I mean, let go of those memories, let go of the history and move forward in your life. And as we take this and we come to a close with this debut episode of For the Love of Millennials, you have to remember that you can and you will. Because this first episode was just an idea that came to my mind long ago. And like you, I had to learn to break the cycle of fear and go for things that I want. I had to learn to separate from toxic people. I had to learn to separate from from toxic situations i had to learn to walk away i had to learn that it's okay to be by yourself and i think a lot of the times we're not okay with being by ourselves but that's for another episode that's for another episode i just want to let you know that if you want if you have any questions or concerns about breaking the cycle of fear shoot us an email at love for millennials at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook or Instagram for the love of millennials. And if there's any other topics that you would like for our podcast to discuss, go ahead and connect with us on social media or just send us an email. So if you don't want it to be public and we'll discuss it and we'll even find a millennial expert that can go into further detail for us and let us know what it is that we're missing or not missing.